This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. We're here live at Liberty Village, and uh, we're taking your calls at... uh, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And toll free at 1-866-740-740. And, and, yes. and. It's awake. We got to wake people up okay. today. Okay, come on. Okay, now, we're I here. Know, uh, people, okay, as you probably realized by now, Bogart's not here. He's in Vegas. So I'm obviously paying him too much money. Of course you he's, are. That's why I'm here. Yeah. No, he's gone to Vegas for the weekend. He told me on Friday. And then not only that, but not my only paying him too much, but he even borrowed money off of me. Hope oh, I that's nice. Can I do that? No, you can't. Okay, thanks. But we're here at, uh, we're going to be talking about items today. We're going to, you got to tell people, we're, I'm Paul Kenny from Storage Wars Canada, Consignment Heroes. And uh, what's else on there? I'm on. Uh, you're on um, OLN, uh, Netflix, and uh, A&E. A&E. We do a show there. Right now, though, we're taking your calls because we're doing a show called This is Consignment Heroes. This is when you have stuff at home and you want to know what it's worth. Or you bought something for uh, uh, $500 and maybe it's increased in value. Maybe it hasn't, okay? But we do a lot. We do downsizing. We do complete houses. What we do is uh, we'll come to your house. We, if you're thinking about downsizing or getting rid of some stuff and you don't know what it's worth, we'll help you ascertain its value and tell you how to sell it, where to sell it. And we make money at this, but we're not greedy. We make a little bit of money. But I'm going to go into some of the, some of our sponsors right now because I got to talk because some, last week I forgot about it. Okay, not forgot about, it, but we're doing the Christie Bogart and I. If he's back from Vegas, don't um, give him any more money. I won't give him any more money. Um, if he's back from Vegas, Bogart and I will be at the Christie Antique Show next week on Saturday, September 7th. Now, if people don't know what the Christie Antique Show is, it is the best, the largest show in Canada for antiques. It's an outdoor show. Come rain or shine. If it's, if it's raining, you'll get better deals. If it's shining, you're just going to have a lot of fun out there, okay? So what it is, it's 300 dealers. It's been running, I don't know, for like 30 years. It's at the Christie uh, Conservation Area just outside of Hamilton on Highway 5. Uh, I think it's 1000 Highway 5 West, just outside of Hamilton. Just, you're going up Highway 6 through the cut there, and then you turn and you go along, and it's right off the highway, easy on off, okay? While you're out there, we're, you know my friend up at Coppison's Corners. I have uh, um, Coppison's Corners Antiques, my friend Ron. He's going to be open all day. He might or might not have deals, but he has the best antique shop in Canada. And then if you keep on going north of that next week, uh, also Southworks Antiques Mall will be open. So if you're looking for antiques next weekend, this is the time to go get them. On Sunday, we're going to have, it is Aberfoyle Antique Market, which is open every Sunday. They're open today. This is a perfect day to go to the antique market because it's not too much sun. You're not going to get a burn. Nothing like that's going to happen, okay? I drove by, and they were already open. They're already open, and it's $2 or something. Now, the Christie Antique Show is, uh, I think the parking's free. costs so much to get in, $8 to get in. I guarantee it's worth your time. You're going to see stuff there that you just don't see. Can you bring stuff that you can Ah, look at for people? No, maybe for me, but I'd rather not do it there. I'd rather go, you know, bring it to my shop uh, because if it's really busy, I don't want to give anyone a short shift. I want to be able to tell them what I think it's worth and how they can sell it. But this show, last year we were there. We were there with the mannequins, 
and uh, we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of people who dropped by the booth. You're free. Come by. Take a selfie with us. Have some fun. Ask us some questions. Some people are too shy to call us on the air here, and I wish they wouldn't. I mean, because we don't bite, right? No. We're, we're, I'm here to help people. I'm not here to hurt people. I'm not here to make them feel bad. I'm trying to help people is what we do here. Now, uh, at the show, uh, but so I'm encouraging people to call in and just say, this. no, it's better to ask what your stuff is worth than give it to the garbage man or throw it out or have someone take it, okay? Now, give the number again right there. The number is 416-360-0740. That's 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero and toll free at one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero and yeah whatever you have it doesn't matter if it's coins, uh, comic books, uh, Royal Daltons, hockey cards, uh, Coca Cola signs, anything that you got in the basement that you think of value your well, grandmother's knows basement. Everyone they have value. It's the other stuff. Yeah, it's, it's the, the stuff that you item. don't know. Okay, uh, someone called in a couple weeks ago about some china. So I went to their house, and uh, we're going to probably use it on the show. On the, the China's worth maybe $1,000, and a very nice lady, very, very nice. On her wall, there was a, a painting probably worth two hundred to $250,000 U.S. On the other wall, I thought it was only worth twenty dollars to 40000 might be eighty, ninety thousand dollars 90000 And she had no clue that those no, paintings. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say she's clueless, no. She she knew it had value, but not, but not that, that much. much value. This of course. is what people have. They say I've that's been in the family for this long, and Aunt Girdle had it, and uh, she handed it down. She told us it's got value. She didn't say how much, but something's a surprise. Now this painting they would have bought for nineteen fifties. They would have bought it for maybe ten thousand dollars, or a decorator would have done it for them. So if it's worth, well, that's a great investment. Well, that's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and that's U.S. It might be more, okay? His paintings go up to $3 million, but this one's a small one. So what we have to do, I'm going to have to, someone's got to do it. I have to go to Paris and verify it. No, that's part of what we do. You sent me there instead of Bogart. No, no, no. Sorry. This this job's been done by me. Oh, okay. So um, going to Paris, and you have to verify it. It's almost like a baseball card. We have to authenticate as being real. We have to get a value on it because... People aren't going to buy $250,000 painting on Joe Blow's say-so. Exactly. You know what I mean? They want to know that it's real because they're they're going to enjoy it, yes, but they want to invest in it. They want to know that five years from now, they get the $250,000 and a little bit more back. So that's my point, is that we are going to be doing the verification of this as well. Okay? So I'm going to talk about um, that. And back to Christy. I want people to go to Christy. I guarantee, get in the car. It should be on people's bucket list just to see the things we talk about on this show. You're going to see everything we talk about, plus much more, plus a great bunch of people. And if you want to buy things, you can actually deal with the dealer that's right there, okay? that you, If you want to make a bargain, he's You don't he's have be, to go anywhere. You're going to get And if it's rainy, you're right going to get some heck of some good deals, okay? I guarantee it's all, there's tents and stuff. It's in a field. Prepare to have some fun. Prepare to... You probably meet old friends as you drive going by there. There'll be ten thousand of your closest friends there. Okay, that's maybe you'll go to this show. Ten to fifteen thousand people. That's it a- is the biggest, and there's three hundred of probably some of the best antique dealers. There's some. There's some dealers that are maybe not there, but yeah, by and large, if you were to go to get three hundred one spot, it's the place to go. Okay? Oh yeah, you don't have to go anywhere. It's just like a huge outlet mall for. Antiques. Yeah, that's what it is. An outlet norm for antiques. So next week, September 7th, this is Saturday, starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, okay? And they don't, I don't think they allow people to pick before that. So at 8 o'clock in the morning, you show up. Um, there's going to be a lineup, but it's worth it to wait for to go into the show. It is, I cannot overemphasize how good this show is, okay? This well, is Christie Antique Show. Well, I go to South It's Ward. known all over the world. And it's big, okay? But... Yeah, so see, no, this is going to be no. This is what the dealers they bring their personal stuff. The guy, the one item they haven't they haven't had the heart to sell for twenty five years. Okay, that they've they, locked up in the basement. They've locked it up in the basement. And they're waiting for the right person who appreciates it as much as they do. 
but it's also visually just a lot of fun, okay? The other thing we're going to talk about later on in the show today is the price of gold, all-time high, silver just climbing up there. I want to make sure if people are buying, and if they're going to take advantage of this all-time high in gold, that they get the right prices. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, I just talked about um, Aberfoil, which is open every Sunday, yep. every Sunday. And that's got 100 dealers, 150 dealers there. It's still, it's not, it's not as good as Christie. We don't, I'm going to make them feel bad. But it's a really good show. It's, very, it's only $2 to get in. And you know, there's the, the inventory is changing every week. It's whatever they found that week. I can okay. remember that as, as a kid. It, it was there. Yes. Uh, you know, it's been there it's since been 1961. There. So read down more on the list there. What else are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about anything like Royal Dalton stamps, uh, old postcards and photos. Yeah. You know, I know you like those. Rings, folk art, uh, cups and saucers, cosmetic jewelry, because, yeah. Costume, your cos- not cosmetic. Or, costume. Sorry, costume jewelry, okay, that you um, you always find Bogart. silver and You're gold. You're making Bogart look good. Okay. I know. I'm trying to because, you know. Okay, now, we're going to, like I say, and um, we also, now I'm going to go a little bit about gold right now. I know we've got a couple of callers there, but I really want to talk about this gold thing. And we're going to talk about it a little bit later on because so many people, we had so much gold come into the shop this week. And people were taking advantage of saying, getting a second opinion. And we bought everything we got to bid on, we bought because we're, we pay more than other people do. We have a, we have a, uh, less of an overhead. My store is not very, not very organized. I'm going to say that. <clears throat> as not as organized as my competition, but you're not paying for some great big store and a staff of 45 people and guys dressed in suits and bow ties. We're not those people. We just give you money. You get to sell your gold. We give you as much as we can. Like I took a story where one of every three collections of costume jewelry that comes in has gold or silver in it all the time. They don't think it's there. And we say, before you give it to the church, let us go through it. And if we say, sometimes we'll tell them to give it to the church. It's like, you know, but let us go through, get the gold and silver out. And if you want to give the money to the church, do it. I'm not against, never would I ever be against donating against the church, to the church, you know, or I'm not donating to people who are less fortunate than we are. We live in a great country here. But gold right now is, it'll probably be on Tuesday, it'll be 22, 10 karat gold is 2277. I'm going to go 14 karat gold. I want you to copy this down. As Bogart would say, get a pen and paper, make sure they both work. Uh, tw- is 3188. And um, 18 karat gold is 40, 90, $41. Silver, silver dollars, we're paying twelve thirty now. We will be next week. And 60 cents a gram for your sterling silver. We also buy 800 silver. But what I want to tell people, just a little bit of a primer here. And I know those little numbers and those rings and stuff are hard to see. If you have a little... Uh, um, uh, a loop, what we call a magnifying exactly. glass. Now, the other thing you can do to see those numbers is take your cell phone, take a picture of it, and enlarge it. That's okay? the easy way today. No, no, but that's. I'm just saying this. This technology. Get your grandkids or they have a cell phone. Tell them to take a picture, and they'll take a look at it. Because I want to make sure. Now, people don't. When I say 10 karat gold, that is going to be marked either 10k, 10kt, or 417. If you see the numbers 417, that is 10 karat gold. 14 karat gold is going to be marked, 14K, like I said. It might have a mark. It'll have, uh, or the numbers 583 or 585. That's four, That indicates how many parts per thousand is gold, but they have that number sometimes. So somebody will say, oh, it's not 14K, it's 583. 583 means it's 14 karat gold. So some of these unscrupulous dealers out there will say, oh, this is not gold. It's not marked 14 karat. 18 karat gold can be marked with an 18 CT or might be marked with a 750. 750. I know some people say, oh, I don't know that. I know that. But there's some people who don't. 750 is 18 karat gold. And that means it's three quarters of what it weighs there is gold. 750 out of the 1,000 pieces is parts is gold. And you'll have 22 karat. You'll see that once in a while, but not as much. What I'm trying to carry is what most people have. And there is such a thing as 15 karat gold, and there is such a thing as 9 karat gold. 9 karat gold is 375. 
and that's nine carats, a little bit less than 10, for all those people who don't have a calculator out there, <laughs> and 15 is a little bit more than 14, and we pay for it as such. Yeah, because that's very important. You don't want to go someplace and have them put it all in the pile yeah. and give you, well, no, you what can't it's do 10 carat gold yeah. when you got most of it's 18. Well, there's dealers out there right now who are still using the 10 carat gold will pay you 10 bucks. And 14 carat will pay you $14. I'm, and 18, we're going to pay you 18. Well, there are dealers out there doing this today. Okay. They shouldn't be. You should be getting at least this much money. Now, if you live in London, Ontario, don't come and if you've only got $30 worth of gold or silver, don't come to me. Go to my friends at London Gold Buyers on Highbury Avenue. Okay. Very fair. They'll have stuff. They deal with the public as well. But Unless they got, want to come and see you. No, no, but they got $30. It's going to cost them $40 in gas to, to get $30. We don't want that to happen, okay? But I'm just saying, I'm just, I was in London yesterday, and I was over at Southworks and met some people. Took, they took pictures with me. We're in <laughs> Southworks. My friends at uh, 73 Water Street on uh, at Southworks Antique Mall, we were there. We had a great time. I was put, putting stuff in my booth because I know during Christie weekend, they have a lot of people going there. Okay. Well, yeah, it's not far to go no, it's in not and around far. Aberfoyle and yeah, if you're and out all there, that, you're going, yeah. Cambridge. And if it's a rainy day, they count on that to have a good time. But I also want to say, like to say, sterling silver, if you see 925 or you'll see the little hallmarks, that's sterling silver. Now, 800 is also silver. It's it's a little less than sterling silver, but it's still worth it. We pay good money on 800 silver. Okay, and everyone's got those Olympic gold, you know, the Olympic coin uh, sets, Olympic and, coin yeah. sets <coughs> from seventy. I've got some. My dad's got. They're some thirty room. ounces of silver. A lot of people don't realize it. They say, "Oh, we bought them, we got them. They cost us so much, and we bought them every week or every couple months when they came out." Those are silver. They have got no numismatic value, but they have silver value, and people should be thinking about. And there's also the gold coin goes with it. Okay, so. Now that I've said all this, let's go to a call, and I'm going to go back to some other stuff I'm going to say. Okay. Because I've been waiting a while. Yeah. we got Chris in Scarborough, and he's got uh, an old parlor stove from the 1800s. Wow. Okay. Chris, you still there with us? How you doing? Ah, working too hard for too little money. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking down at the bluffs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Must I, be I'm, nice. I feel really... You know, when we had... Uh, I'm going to... Digress for a minute. When we had that mini that we had on a show, Storage Wars Canada, we drove over on a mini. Yeah, it yeah. never worked. It was a piece of not very nice. Yes, car. okay. <laughs> okay. We want on the show, if they'd given us $2,000, we wanted to throw, drive off it bluff. off the glove, bluffs. Not oh. a, we didn't want to be in it, but yeah, we wanted yeah, yeah. to do the scene. I thought this would be great. We just <laughs> toss this thing off the bluffs, but the, the show wouldn't do it for us. Okay. Go ahead with your, what your story is. Okay. I have, um, I have five. Parlor stoves. Why um, do you have so many? I, well, <laughs> I, I kind of fell in love with them, and now I start collecting them. Okay. Um, some, of, uh, some of them have been made in Guelph. Okay. Oh, yeah. They stand about, well, they're all different sizes. Some, some stand about, uh, about five feet high. Okay. Um, I've got, um, <clears throat> can, can you identify a Quebec heater? That give you an idea? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of it. They're they're round. Yeah. Um, I got one here made in by the Western Foundry in Wingingham. Wingingham. Okay. Yeah. Um, another one here from um, oh, where are we? Grins, Grinsby, Ontario. Now these are all Canadian. This no. is when we manufacture yeah. stuff in this country. Okay. Yeah. And now everything's made in China or someplace else. Yeah. These and, are like. Super, super, like uh, cast iron. Yeah. Um, I have another one from the Harrington Stove Company in uh, Harris, Harrington, Ontario. Okay. But I'm uh, just trying to get, like, um, an idea of what they're worth. Like, one of them is about 450 pounds because wow. they have all the fire brick inside. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? But that's how we used to heat our, heat our, heat our homes. Well, I'm, go I'm going to say this, that it's not something you're going to see a lot of them on, on eBay. Ship, shipping is a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shipping is yeah. a problem. Yeah. Uh, but it would be something. At, you see, there would be something. If I had those, I'd be selling them at um, uh, Christie Antique Show. Something uh -huh. like that. You're going to uh -huh. see that kind of stuff there. Getting the value on holy cow. Because, and you have five. I mean, this person's going to want to buy one right. for a cottage or for a sure. scene. Yeah. And they were, very, they were more popular probably in the 70s, 80s. 
Um, and everyone was because everyone was into pine and into you know the old Crocs and yeah. that kind of uh, that kind of decor. Now, right now, the co- the the condos are not. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you tell a lot of kids, say, "What a parlor stove," you'll yeah. say, "Okay, Dad, what's a stamp?" As well, I have no <laughs> idea what that is either. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is the problem: is that we know, but the kids don't, and they they're the ones who got the money who are buying the stuff now. Right, right. And this is where part of the problem is. Now, somebody might like this, or um, like a. It'd be great for a cottage or something. Yeah, yeah, but it's... A friend uh, said, uh, you know, the hot water heating that they put in the the cement flooring? Yes. He said you can get a coil of that and put it inside the... uh, It's more or less of a tube. Yeah. You know, and um, so you could actually get that to work with hot water heating again. But they're they're just beautiful the way they're made and... uh, I know. They're made to last. I mean, that's what we made stuff in Canada that lasted. They're bulletproof. Yes, yes. No. But they're also heavy. 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 Yes, heavy is the operative word here. Yeah. That would be something. Now, the other part, wait a minute, you know something? We might find if you were trying to sell these, mm-hmm. I'd probably go up to maybe yeah, the Christie, not Christie, also Christie, but it's a one day. But my friends at Aberfoyle, or I'm going to say this, uh, my buddy at um, uh, the Cambridge Antique Mall, mm-hmm. because something like that, that would be what you need to get is exposure. Yes. And online's not going to help you here. It's got to be someone who sees it, falls in love with it, has a truck and uh, and a yep. wife that's as strong as he is to help him lift it out of there. <laughs> and there's a lot of old, old houses in Cambridge in that yeah. area that would put one in, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be, that's my bet. That's my advice on this normally because it's got to be someone who likes doing this kind of stuff and the heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm getting old. Yeah. And um, and uh, I like gold and silver because guess what? If it's really heavy, it's worth really a lot. There you go. What <laughs> you, one fast question. Sure. Do you know where I could find any more? Have you have you ever have you seen them at a different place? Yeah. No. No. That's again what you're going to have to go to places like Christie and take your luck, or uh, or uh, or at Aberfoyle, one of those places, or uh, my friend at Southworks because that's when when they have lots of room and they have a lot of dealers there. Yes. Um. They will. Uh, um, you have more choice. Right. And my friend over at uh, Clappison's Corners, now th- there's a reason why I talk about these guys every week because I go out there, they give a good product, they have a good products there and they and they know the stuff. He might actually take those. Uh-huh. He might know he somebody might take who on consignment. came in and asked for one. Yeah, no, or take them on consignment. Okay. Any, any idea of a, mon- a monetary... Ah, uh, uh, three, four, five hundred dollars It all depends how nor- ornate it is. Right. There's not going to be the same collectors by name on these. Except for some, unless some, oh, here's what will happen. Someone from Grimsby might want to buy Grimsby piece. True enough. Someone from True Guelph, uh, my friend's up at, because uh, Aberfoyle's in Guelph. Uh-huh. Um, my other guy's up in Cambridge. So there are people who are out there buying local yeah. ideas. Well, being being a foundry in Guelph, I, I, I bet you there'd be more more pieces out there in people's garages or yeah, yeah. You and know, this stuff, like I said, is when we made products to last. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we bought Canadian, and we're proud to do it. And I want people to start thinking this now. When I I say to people, bring your glasses when you're going shopping from now on. Bring your glasses and read the tags. Yes. And if it's made in China and you've got one made in North America, please buy the one that's made by your neighbor. That's right. Are you open tomorrow, sir? Uh, I might be, but you have to call my store, 905-737-4653. And uh, take a chance, because I've got house calls up to Kazoo. I'm trying to help people. And right. anyone who's, I'm going to be calling a couple people today. If they're around, I'm going to be helping. Uh, I'm going to try and get some of my house calls out of the way because yeah. September's coming and people want to list their houses. They've got to clean them out. But then sooner I start, the sooner it go. you know, right. the better it is. Because it's like I say, you don't want $5,000 worth of stuff standing in the way of a half a million dollar house sale. That's right. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for your time. Thanks a lot. Now, we'll get back to some of the other calls and more about gold and silver after the break. The break. <laughs> We're back here live at uh, Zoomerplex, and I'll give out the numbers again so you can give us a call, and uh, we can take a look at and evaluate what kind of uh, stuff you have. Um, First number is uh, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740, and toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. 
1-800-522-4840. And uh, we have Bruce on the line with uh, Paul. He's got some gold coins. Yay! How can I help you, Bruce? You like that. Uh, hi, Paul. I just wondered, on, on a few occasions, you've mentioned the price of the $67, $20 gold piece, and yep. I appreciate that. Now, there's six other gold coins. Um, from 1912, 1913, 1914, there was a $5 gold coin and a 10 And what my question to you is, are these, as gold is skyrocketing, as you know, the most popular thing going right now, um, are these coins, do you still go by the numismatic value, or do you go by the gold price? Okay. Um, in this case here, as the price of gold goes up, the premiums for the collectible parts usually do not go up in the same rate. They will actually shrink, okay? Because um, it's happened, like in, with silver coins, the same thing happens. Is that, and what I've found over the years is that so the, the person who's willing to pay the coin price will only stick at that same price because they've got guides out. They're what they call trends. And the trends are, they don't move very fast, they're, they're uh, a bunch of old fogies run the coin business. <laughs> I'm going to say this, okay, because, yeah. uh, and, and we were old fogies, but they're, they just don't, they're not willing to change. They don't, it's almost like gold going up makes them mad. Unless you it's know, a rare so, you know, if coin it's, or. If it's truly rare, if it's truly, uh, like if you have a, uh, a 1921 half dollar, no, the silver value has nothing to do with what that coin is going to sell for because it's going to sell for 50K. But on the case of um, as gold goes up, the, the premium will shrink on these because now they used to sell regular at $500 with the coins you're talking about. Yeah. But now there's $500 with the gold in them almost. You know what I mean? Right. And if it goes to, if gold goes to $2,500, there will be $750 with the gold. And everyone's going to remember this is where we get stuck. And some of the dealers don't progress. Don't progress. They, they, they see their guidebook and it says that it's worth $600 and there's $750 worth of gold in it. You know what I mean? Yes. And so would you rather get the 600 or the 750 750 so that's, that's why what paul happens. always gets a second opinion now it's, it's he always not says. as blatant as that but it's kind of like that what happens is the gold price goes up and we're melting stuff right now i'm melting right back to about if anything says burks on it it gets melted yeah. there's very few burks items that uh i don't matter it has to be christoph it has to be pufacat it'll have to be tiffany or uh, uh a, a really good name for me not to melt my silver or it has to be probably pre-1850, pre-Victorian even, okay, right. for me not to melt it, unless it's a gorgeous piece or done by a true artisan. But most of your, like, teapots from 1950s is a sterling. It's got as much chance of lasting a week with me as a, as a snowball, okay? <laughs> it just won't. It just, um, because of so much stuff, people bringing it in, and there's nobody buying them. The kids don't want something they have to clean every day. No. Okay? And, and it doesn't mean anything special to them. There, uh, there's a million teapots in this city that have never had tea in them. You know, they put them on the shelf and never use the things. Yes. Okay? And it's like, uh, this is, it's, it's a beef I get, I guess, that if you're not going to sell it to me, use the thing. Enjoy it uh, for its beauty and stuff, if you're not going to sell it. But if you decide to sell it, well, I, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. It's going to get melted. Okay? Right. I could lie to you, but you're going to find out later. No, I figured that. Now, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, I was going to ask you one other thing. I heard a few years ago, maybe about 10 years ago, gold was supposed to go up to 5000 and I forget how much silver was going up. What do you think? Like, I'm not going to hold you to it. But and the Leafs are supposed to win the Stanley Cup, okay? Exactly. Well, that, that might happen. It won't happen next year because they got to sign no, their No, but guys, my point but was people get some free agents. But anyways. But no, people have been saying the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup for 20 years now, and it ain't happened. The people are saying 5,000 gold. It's a possibility of it happening, yes, but maybe not in our lifetime. The market can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent. So don't plan on none of these people. I'm not a financial advisor, and every day I'm reminded why I shouldn't be one. But the only difference between me and those other people that keep on giving you prices like that is I actually know I'm not a financial advisor. It will fluctuate. That's really? what I'm going to say about gold and silver. I believe the trend might be up, but don't take my word for it. Right. I kind of wondered, though, with um, 
uh, everybody, every every corner you look at, they're buying gold and silver. So I thought there's got to be something to this. No, no, but that's why I'm giving the prices out every week. I'm going to give them out before the end of the show. I don't mind if you're going to sell your gold and silver because you have something else you want to do with it. Great. But don't get ripped off. Okay. Know what your gold is. Know what your prices are. Know what it weighs. I can give formulas. If we are one of the few places, you can call me up, and I will tell you what we're paying that day. If you come down that day, you'll get paid that that day. Okay? Yeah. Now, if it goes up or down, guess what? If gold goes up, I'll pay more. If gold goes down, I pay less. But the point is I want people to have an idea because there are people. I heard a lady the other day. This is one of those pickers that goes around. She paid $100 for the $3,000 uh, sterling um, flatware set. She right. knew what it was. Okay, now we're allowed to make money as as people are melters and we're, we deal with a lot of the trade. I'm allowed to make money, but I don't have to retire on every one deal. And I got to sleep with uh, myself every night. So I got to be I want to be at least fair. We're allowed to make money, but you're not allowed to buy three thousand dollars for a hundred dollars. You're just not allowed. You should not be allowed to do that. Okay. Yes. And that's why you're but always I go on to, to get a second opinion. Always get a second opinion. If it's mine, you don't have to sell to me when you get the second opinion. But I do advise people when they get a second opinion, take the higher one. Next call. Thanks. We're going to go Thanks. to Judy in St. Catharines, and she's got uh, some banker's tables. What? Yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. That's why I called. I just happened to pop on the radio in the kitchen here and hit your show. I always hear the commercials. I'm so excited. Okay. Because I can't find the darn thing anywhere. Nobody knows what to say about it. It is a, a banker's table. It's solid wood, and it's the table two tellers would stand at. There's two empty ports and a drawer in between. And it's, you know, it's finished on the other side for the customer to walk up to. Do you remember? Like I'm old enough. Oh, it's like a wicket. Remember, you had to fill out your little slips, and then you'd walk up to the teller's desk. Well, it has like the empty spots, I guess, where they keep all their slips, and then the drawers, all those stamps and that that they. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, no. This is very saleable. It's like a wicket. This is from Merton. It's a uh, the like the. One of the founding little townships in St. Catharines, the TD Bank. It's got the bank number on it. It says TD on it, or try. Oh oh, yeah, there's a bank number, the the bank location number on it. But I'm going to get his age. My my neighbor gave it to me. She worked at the bank. Okay, hang on. They were moving. I guess it was in the basement or something. So I have no idea how old this thing is, but it's what good four feet high. Like okay, we can sell this. Okay, it's good. This good people banking banking stuff sells. Now, if it says TD, unfortunately, then we'll be able to date it because TD is a Dominion Bank and the Toronto Bank. Okay, and they merged Toronto Dominion Bank. Right. So then, once it says TD, we'll know we'll have the age. It's like the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce used to be the Imperial Bank and the Commerce Bank. Before it was that, it was the Sterling Bank and the Standard Bank. And you know what the banks are when they change their names. You can tell what time period is from. As a wicket, it would probably be saleable. Uh, people would like this. It Pardon? Says, it's, a, it's got TDB and then the number. Okay. I'd have to be on my... Is so it Toronto, all wood? It's amalgamated, yeah, I guess. Yeah. All wood or brass as well? Oh, brass no, fittings? just solid wood. Like, it's a behemoth. Like, a, but very... Slant, the legs taper down... Yeah. And um, they like you know, there's a supporting crossbar from the front to the back, and uh, it, it's 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 a it's heavy. <laughs> okay, and big. It's That'd long. be good it's for Christie's. Like yeah. Now I'm going to say what happens on this. Long or so. Yeah, on this thing here, this seems to be a day of heavy stuff. I guess our next call will probably be one of those brass cash registers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but on this, probably you get you can probably get three to five hundred dollars. Okay, no. but moving is going to be a little bit of a problem. I haven't seen. You can send a picture off to my site, which is sales okay. at torontogoldsilver.com. Okay, torontogoldsilver.com. Okay, gotcha. I'm going I'm to instruct Angelo from now on to just take calls. Look for light stuff on that board. Okay. Okay, no. This will weigh a bit. Take two men in a truck to move it. Uh, but that would be something that would sell as a person who collects Toronto Dominion stuff. 
personal collects banking stuff, Movie or prop. they'll use it as something else. Use it as a phone. Oh, tape. it's the perfect height for a bar. That I like. It's 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 gorgeous. I, I, yep. I was wondering what it's worth, and I would think it was worth more than what you. I haven't saying, seen it but... yet. I'm guessing. I haven't <laughs> seen a picture. Pictures tell a thousand words. Yes. Send me a picture off to my site. Okay. And I can see how I can help you, okay? Okay. Yes. Thank you very, very much. And You're welcome. Um, have a great weekend. And keep on listening to AM740 or FM96.7. I never get to say that. No, you don't. No, this is okay. It's, yeah, it's your cho- It's your chance well, now we're to on get it. with it. Okay. Okay, we're going to go to uh, to Rick. Rick's calling in again oh, this Rick. week. Sorry, oh. Rick. I'm I sorry, we've been busy here. I've been ranting and raving oh, about gold and silver. I've been listening to the show. Okay. So, uh, one of the things I did want to mention, and that you touched upon it earlier, that now that September is here, it's an excellent time for someone to list their home if they're thinking of selling their homes. Because mm-hmm. we're now we're coming into the fall market, and it's typically one of the best markets of the year. Okay. Uh, the market is strong now, but when you come into like everybody's back from vacation. Because uh, summertime things will always go to a slight lull, but now that the fall is here, people are are back in uh, in the mood to buy a house. Okay. Uh, so it's a great time to put their house up for sale. And I'm also wa- I want to appeal to people with their out of town properties. Um, one of the advantages with listing with with me with us is that we put your property, even though it's out of town, we put it on the Toronto MLS, so that you get the Toronto money coming out to your neighborhood. So. You know, I just wanted to remind everybody again where this, to take advantage of the free market evaluation that I offer. Okay. Uh, take advantage of the free consultation that I offer. Uh, take advantage of the fact that we go there as a team, you and I, Paul, and and we help people uh, take the stress out of selling their home. You know, and of course, with your help, uh, the number one thing that we have to always remember when selling your home are the other three rules of real estate: declutter, declutter, declutter. Yeah. And uh, that's where you're the man with that. Yeah, no, no, we can, and we can, like I say, a lot of people say, oh, I can't do this, I'll do it in the spring, and I, I had someone yesterday that says, you know something, we can do, take a house from me walking in there to sold in two weeks, and exactly. decluttering the whole house, and getting you money for it, and getting you the highest price for your house, and yes. taking all the stress out of it. A lot of people, I know, it's what we do, it's what you yes. do with selling, it's what I do with clearing out the house. It's what mm-hmm. we do. We are professionals. You don't, yeah. and I keep on saying this, the people, you don't get to sell your house you haven't sold in 40 years. You're probably a little rusty at selling houses, okay, <laughs> exactly. if you haven't sold your house in 40 years. And decluttering is a natural, uh, it's almost unnatural to declutter. It really is. Mm-hmm. Is You're getting rid of things that you've had for 35 years or, or things that had useful, were useful. That's almost right. a natural. We once you've made your decision and we've decided to sell the house and get get it ready for sale, we kind of have to kick you in the pants and keep you on the path because some people right. say they waver a bit. And we're like one of those um, uh, one of those physical um, uh, trainers, you know, mm-hmm. where we, you know, one more, just one more. And, the more boxes you can yeah. get out, the better. No, no, the more yeah. reps you get in there. But we're trying to help people. We keep them on the path. They've decided right. to do this. We keep them on the path, and mm-hmm. because I know it's tough. Hey, I know it it's tough to do this. It is. And uh, we try and take the stress out of it, and uh, we are professionals. We actually know what we're doing. And they yeah. somebody's surprised, and some of the the, uh, the advice is just common sense. And they say, right. is it that easy? And I said, yeah, it's kind of that easy. Yeah. You know, I never thought of it. And I said, well, but that's kind of why you have us. No, it's true. And, you know, uh, we're, we're committed always doing the best job for them. We're committed to making or getting them the most money for their property. We're committed to giving them the best advice so they can maximize what they get for their property. Because, yep. uh, you know, we want we want to make everyone happy. And the best way to do that is to do an excellent job. Because as you said, we are professionals. It's what we do. It's what we do every day. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I want to appeal to everybody. I'm going to give everyone my phone number. It's mm. uh, 416 416- Two five eight three nine seven two. I can be reached anytime. Uh, they can call me e- even if they have a question. Yes, no problem. Call and I'll answer any question for them. Okay. And you're probably and do- working this weekend, right, Rick? Yeah. Well, you know, it is the Labor Day weekend, and so I'm, I'm getting calls, and you know, people are uh, wanting to get together to go see properties because you know sometimes. 
uh, the weekend, uh, you know, even though it is the long weekend, it's their days off, and that's what they want to do. They want to go out and see properties. I have people calling because they want to uh, potentially list properties. And, uh, you know, what we do is seven days a week operation sometimes. So, you know, we take advantage of every moment we have. Okay. We're going to have to go to a break. But before we go to a break, I want to make sure people know that we also do, if it's probate, and if we we know all the rules if if something has to be done. And sometimes we try and get you to do stuff in advance. And it's better if if things are planned rather than, Mm -hmm. wow, look what we got to do now. Okay. Exactly. We have to go to a break. And Rick, thanks a lot. And people can call me and I can always get a hold of Rick. And Rick can call you. Absolutely. And I know we've got a place coming up in Bayview Village. And we've got got stuff coming up. You got to keep on tuning into us at 740 AM on Zoomer Radio. You like doing that. I don't do you? like doing yeah. that. Okay. Okay. We're thanks, gonna, Rick. We're going to take a quick okay. break. Now. Have a great long weekend, guys. Okay. okay. Thanks, Talk Rick. Bye. Bye. We're back live here at uh, Zoomer Plex, taking your calls at 416 360 0740. That's 416 360 0740 or toll free at 1 40 and yeah just call in with all kinds of stuff that you have and you want to well today's a heavy day what's yeah, next what do you got next? next paul your heavy day what do you want uh we've got curling stones from the Oak. 1800s from we got dave okay let's see yeah, dave okay. they're a little lighter than the than the stove how you doing dave how you doing guys good wow i have two uh elsa craig curling stones from the 1800s with a single cup um, original curling stones are about 40 pounds, and, and these were, back in the 1800s, they're heavier than uh, a 40-pound rock. They have the brass handle uh, curling neck, and they have a wooden uh, handle for, you know, the, with the, it's not plastic, so you knew it was made before uh, the 1800s. Oh, no, well, it could be 1900. Plastic wasn't invented until about 1900, but we could take a look. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you have, uh, there's a pair of them? Yeah, there's a pair. Uh, curling rocks were sold uh, at that time in pairs because yeah. uh, a curler would have two rocks to throw on the ice. Okay, I'm... and uh, these are Elsa Craig. There's, uh, uh, back in those days, Elsa Craig was the, the key person that produced curling stones for Scotland. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, like in Montreal in the 1700s, that's when curling started in Montreal. At the what the Montreal Amateur uh, Association Club, or no? Uh, well, the the Royal Canadian uh, Royal Curling Club in Montreal was uh, one of the back in the 1700s was one of the first ones that they started curling. Okay, and then they came across Canada. Uh, right now, there's. Uh, at one time, there was close to 1,600 curling clubs in, in Canada, and I don't know how many there is left now, but it, the numbers have dropped. Yeah. Well, it's it's a great—I tried to take Bogart when he was younger. We were going to try and go curling. Yeah, I live right across from St. George's. But it's— oh, yeah. um, um You can buy the whole island, the Elsa <laughs> Craig Island, for 1.5 million pounds. That's where they—but I don't—I'm trying to—the older rocks— I'm trying to, they've got to be collectible. Well, they are collectible. Um, I, uh, I'm i an ice maker. That's why I know a little bit about curling stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've been making ice in Toronto for over four, 40 years. Okay. And uh, I've come across these curling stones just like yourself. Somebody was cleaning out their basement, and they didn't know what to do with them, and they called me and said, would you mind taking them? Oh, that's... No, of course. Okay, yeah. There you go. That's like the garbage man running around with a checkbook. Okay, you need to have to pay for him. I I got the feeling that that would be... Because I've had the curling memorabilia, but more recent. Everything from the last 60, 70 years, like the posters and tank yeah. and stuff like that. And they they are feverish about buying them. and But I don't know about these, these rocks. I have to... Even sending a picture, I would not... I don't want to give a guess on this without doing some work. You know what I mean? Well, I was at a at a function at a curling club uh, this winter, and a friend of mine 
put, uh, had one, and he put it up for auction. Um, the members at this club, yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't the same vintage as these rocks that I have, and it was uh, a charity thing. They were raising money, yeah, and then uh, the single rock went for seven fifty. I can believe that. I was actually thinking because yeah. if, if if you could date them. Now I don't know about I don't know about dating curling rocks. Unfortunately, I got a full board here. I would love to. This has intrigued me because I'd well, love to know, find out. Um, you, I'm on holidays right now, and uh, I listen to your show all the time. And uh, anyway, um, I thought that uh, while I was on holidays uh, this week, I would maybe come by your store and show you these rocks. And, and get I'd love to see them. I mean, that's that'd be pretty interesting. You got to carry them in yourself because they're going to wave. But no, I okay. I'm going to say this. That just as a, I'm going. We have to go on the next call. But old golf balls from the 1850s, and I get and clubs, $1, yeah. 1500 $2,000 for it, and they made a lot of them. The curling stones, I can't imagine them lasting, you know, and not many people keeping them. Seven fifty does not sound out of, li- out of line, maybe be on the cheap side. And if well, yours have got uh, a na- pardon? Okay, the curling stone that, that they sold, it was a Trevor stone. Um, the, in curling, there's a uh, half a dozen different yeah. makes. Okay, but the uh, the Alpha Craig was the first. Yeah. Okay, and they stopped producing this rock back in 1960 uh, okay. when they stopped mining them. And what they do now is uh, the, uh, the companies go over there and pick up the pieces off the island, and and they make discs to pop in curling stones. Yeah. Okay. And but the solid uh, blue hone stones, uh, Alpha Craig stone, they don't haven't produced these since 1960. Well, I'm going to say I'd have to do a little bit of work on this, and I think it's more of a, a unique piece. I think you'd get substan- a lot of money because well, the curling it, it, people. Yes. And lots not a number we can put in the bank, but I'd like to do some work. If you drop by the store, which is 10341 make oh, sure I'm on, there. Right. Yeah. I'd love to see them. And I could get, once I touch it, feel it, see it, then I can probably come up with more of a better idea on it, okay? Because they've probably done their last curling. But I think they deserve to be in some showcase somewhere. Well, um, I also, you, you just talked about your son. Uh, you took him curling. Um, I, uh, he was too young to drink. That was <laughs> his problem. <laughs> <laughs> now he won't take him. Go I ahead. Was, I was involved in the, in the early 80s with uh, the plastic curling stone for children. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I helped uh, bring that a, around into, into the curling club. Uh, back in 1982, mm-hmm. and for children before that, children had to play with a 40 pound rock. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, but okay, maybe that's... So you have a six year old trying to push a 40 pound rock down the ice. So I came in uh, and started uh, uh, producing these little rocks with another gentleman back in in the in the 80s. Cool. Okay. Yeah, for, for little for children, so I've had some experience with with rocks. For a long time. Well, okay. I'd like to see this, and we have to go into some other calls. Yep. Come and see me. I'm I'm intrigued, and I'm about to. You know something? I'm about to learn something this week. I will talk. Okay. To, thank you very well, much for the day, call. What day would be good? Uh, anything after Tuesday, Wednesday, probably. Okay. okay. Thank yeah, thanks, you David. Thanks. Um, we're going to go a little lighter here. We got Marianne from Aurelia, and she's got a a frame print of the power of silence. Power of silence? My wife would probably buy this. Okay. <laughs> How can I help you? Hi. Um, I've had this for quite a while, and I saw that it could be valuable, and it may not be. So I'm calling the experts. Ah, but the prints, anything prints right now, unless it's, uh, if the prints, mainly the market is if it's done by an advertising company or somebody collects it. You got to remember, this is where the whole idea of people paying crazy money for stuff like they buy comics or they buy uh, uh cards or they buy lunch pails they got it's got to be part of a collection okay now as a print it'll go up on the wall but there's so many cheap ones from you know your big box stores now and yours is probably what black and white Litho? no no it's um well it's got blue coloring the, the printing is black but it's got lots of blue background and black background on it yeah What's it called again? Is it's it no- the Power of Silence. It's G. A. Ryder. Yeah, my wife would probably buy that and <laughs> put it up in uh, many places in our house. Okay, Power of Silence. 
I don't know the print. I'm trying to think of this. Um, yeah, I haven't been able to. Well, I did find something on, uh, I think, eBay. Somebody had published. They had this, and it was very rare. So, okay, hang on to it. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, it's If something's rare, it's, you want to have it so that um, um, someone has to want to buy it. Now, if it's out of it's the power of silence, it's a Car- Carlos Castaneda. I'm trying to. It's a. How old do you think this is? Oh, I don't know. No idea. I was looking at Worthopedia, and that's when it came up that this was an online auction. That it was uh, okay. rare vintage 1920s, the power of silence motto, and I'm sure it's it's the same picture as what I have. Some of my you see movie posters sell. Uh, World War II, um, you know, uh, buy war bonds sell. Anything that's collectible. And this one may be a sand one by itself, but the idea of this, just because I know my wife saw it online, and if it was under $100, she'd probably buy it. That'd be her thinking, because she'd want to put it up in the house. And I believe there are a number of other wives all over the city who would buy this for their husband and surprise them on their birthday or something. And, and you'd uh, love that, wouldn't you? No, no, but this is this is that kind of idea. Uh, if, if it's nice in color, I don't know it. Send me a picture on the sales at Toronto Gold Silver. I'll take a look at it. Okay. And, and um, I'll keep it away from my wife. Uh, but I'll get an idea from there. Sometimes it's just if it's a good thing. You know, it's like uh, uh, if, it's, if, it's, if it's a powerful message, um, some people just buy it. Just like that. And if it's vintage, it might have some collect- I'm not familiar with this print. Okay. Well, I loved I, Actually, I got it at a Salvation Army store, and yeah. I loved the words. So I know. Why I you just it. want to know the value. So my wife won't be able to buy it. Good. Okay. <laughs> right. So it's sales at Toronto Gold Silver? Sales at TorontoGoldSilver.com. Dot com. Okay. Okay. I'll send you a picture. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, we got Annie here from Eden, and she's got a vase or... A vase, depending on price. Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to keep it short because we're running out of time. Okay. Hi. (laughs) It's a vase. My friend found it at a a barn sale. And when I saw it, I said, don't wash that and don't take that sticker off. I've got a call consignment heroes. Yep. It's a... uh, it's made in Japan. It's dripping with gold all over the top and down, running down the handles. It's about seven inches long and maybe about that high. And it's got an odd, um, oh, an oval shape in the middle, about four inches wide, three, four. Between 10 and $20. It's hand-painted. And it's Do you know why it's hand-painted? G-I-L-L-S-O. I know I tell you. Big misconception with hand-painting. Hand-painting, the reason they hand-painted, because decals cost more money than to have someone hand-painted. <sighs> Literally. That happened in Germany as well after the war when they're trying to employ a lot of people. But I have to wind up because I have to tell people about Christy. Okay. And if you want to send me off a picture, I can take a look during the week. Great. But I have to. We're running out of show before I run out of stuff to say here. But that's good. $20 is better than two. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Okay. I want people to remember, Christy, on September 7th, next Saturday, Bogart and I will be there. We're going to remind you during the week that we're going to be there. <laughs> at the Christie Antique Market at Christie uh, Conservation Area, 1000 um, Dundas Street West, which is uh, just outside of Hamilton. I also want to tell people the gold and silver prices. Please copy these down if you're going to sell this week or even compare them to the next week and see if prices have gone up. Gold at 10 carat is $22.77, $31.88 for $14, $40.99 for $18. Uh, and your silver dollars are twelve thirty, and sixty cents a gram for your uh, uh, sterling silver. It's been a wow. This is but this show has just gone, gone by, just zip by, and I am almost almost tired from almost lifting the stuff that people called about today. We had a heavy we, day. We had a heavy day today, <laughs> but we had fun. And like I said, Bogart will be back next week, and unless uh, he's winning money, yeah, unless he's winning money. Thank you for letting us into your homes. Thanks. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.